0: Welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted Dawson Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. This is Ted Brower, and I'll be starting the show today, and Austin will be joining us momentarily.
1: Austin, are you with us? Yeah, I'm with us, but I apologize for that. My whole iPad had to get rebooted from this trip up north over the last week, so I had to reset it actually twice. And uh, yes, thank you again for. Join and coming back to our show over here at Health Masters with the Ted and Austin Brower Show. It's so important and so crucial and we're so appreciative of all the support from our customers and listeners. I've been going through my emails this morning and just thank you for just the positive comments. We continue to try to bring you the most updated, up-to-date news that's happening along with health news, research, everything that we continue to bring on a regular basis. So again, thank you for the continued support. And obviously, a lot of people are discussing what happened in Buffalo, New York. I've been mean, getting repeated emails and texts about what happened over there. And my condolences to the families if they were involved or they had family members that are basically involved in the shooting in Buffalo, New York. Um, it's, it was definitely a very rough incident. I know the video got live-streamed on Twitch, which is a, uh, a social media platform they use for online gaming. Um, I don't recommend watching the video. Uh, somebody sent it to me, and it's it's very, very brutal. Um, but one thing that I did know, and I'm just going to tell you guys right off the cuff on this from what I've already kind of seen, talked to multiple people, um, this isn't coincidence at all that this happened right now. The fact that they're coming out and saying that this 18-year-old writes this 180-page manifesto and happens to have no tactical training But in the video, you can clearly see this kid's weapon loadout, his platform, his movements, his reloads. Everything he does is very well orchestrated. This was not a just, oh, I'm 18 years old and I somehow happened to get an AR-15 in the most gun-restrictive state in the United States. And I'm going to go shoot people. It was very horrible. But again, it's ironic to me that this happens right when the abortion guess gig, you should say, is starting to phase down when there's nothing else they have in the establishment media in order to divide and get more people irate and mad against each other. Now we have a racially motivated mass shooting by an 18-year-old white racist. I mean, guys, you couldn't cook this up any better in a storybook. And one thing that's interesting about it is there was – been reading a couple posts – About this manifesto he put out and I mean it's just rambling and what's interesting though is the first paragraph of it is extremely odd I mean it's almost like they wrote this thing up in Quantico right out of the FBI bad ideas factory and posted it I mean it doesn't it doesn't even make sense a lot of the stuff this kid says and one part about it is he goes at the very beginning he goes I am the sole perpetrator of the recent attempted mass shooting I live in southern-tier New York all my life. I believe I believe I am ethnically white since my parents' nationalities are from northwestern Europe. I graduated high school with regent's diploma and advanced designation, and I'm currently enrolled in sunny broom with a major in engineering science. I'd love to continue this, but there are bigger problems I'm more concerned with. I am not a warfighter. I am not enrolled in any military or tactical training, so excuse my mistakes during the attack. Okay, first off, using the term warfighter instead of soldier or military personnel, this doesn't – it's almost like they're trying to come up with trigger words. And the, the, the comment, I believe I am ethnically white, nobody puts down I believe I am ethnically white. I believe that I am black or I believe that I am Hispanic. Nobody puts that down on there. That doesn't even make sense. Why would you put that down on there? You either are or you aren't. And there's more stuff that goes in the, in the detail with this. And then one part says, I believe to be perfectly sane, which is grammatically incorrect. Could have been a spell check issue when he was writing this, or the FBI agents were writing this. But none of this adds up in the fact that you now have a live leak, basically body cam video of this kid running through the store, shooting everybody, and basically has this graphic, you know, ethnic slur written on his rifle that you can see on the video and uh no i i'm 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 telling you this right now i don't believe one single thing about this entire incident or this shooting whatsoever that they're telling us right now this whole thing was way too choreographed way too planned way too thought out and 180 page manifesto guys i mean come on he's 18 years old and he's enrolled in university in engineering science with his major but suddenly he just decides he's going to go pick up an AR-15 and go out of state to buy large capacity magazines and then start shooting people at a grocery store. The thing you always have to ask yourself the question is this. What do they want everybody to focus on right now and what is the overall goal of the story? This isn't something that was just hatched up overnight and this kid ran off and did this. This is something that's been in the works for a while. They have to make a cascading reason in order to disarm the populace of the United States. That is the last final phase of overthrowing the United States from the deep state. I've told you guys that before. The People are going to go, oh, Austin, I can't believe you're going you're to bring this up right now in a time of tragedy. I can't believe you're going to talk about this. I've said it before and I will say it again, it doesn't matter what incidents is occurring. If the United States ever allows itself to be fully disarmed, we will no longer be anything other than a third world ash heap country that's fallen into disarray and disrepair and basically hell. Tell you that right now. That is the only, only final guard against the Bill of Rights and the Constitution to support all of those is the Second Amendment. Once the teeth is pulled out of the Second Amendment and there's nothing left, there's nothing left in the United States and trying to say that this racially motivated mass shooting now that suddenly just had to have everything laid out perfectly in the most restrictive gun state in the entire country, and now happens to be the topic on every single news agency. What happened to the um, abortion topic? Oh, that that's right. That, that just went away real quick, didn't it? Oh, what happened to the disinformation board that they're coming out with? Oh, that's right. Nobody's talking about that. What happened the disinformation czar, this Nina Jankovic, who now is the executive director of this newly established government board, that is now stating that people should be able to go on Twitter and edit other people's tweets if they're verified, but only if they're verified. She said like people like herself. So if you put out a tweet that she doesn't like, her and her little minions can go behind you and edit your tweet to make it more politically correct. Oh, yeah, that's that that's that's what she's talking about right now. Oh, well, we didn't hear about that in the news. Oh, of course you didn't hear about that in the news. Or what about the fact that now they're discussing the retired National Intelligence Director has warned now. This is basically the former National Intelligence Director, Richard Grinnell, has warned that Americans better wake up to the Ministry of Truth as he said, and I quote, Don't be surprised if the Department of Misinformation, the Ministry of Truth, so to speak, freezes your ATM card until you delete your dangerous, unapproved opinions. Democrats are weaponizing government agencies with reckless abandonment. That's exactly what he's talking about, is what I've talked about for the entire week. They've been saying that hate speech and dangerous misinformation online. So now this happens, the video happens to get released on Twitch LiveLeak. And now suddenly everybody's seen the video and now suddenly they need to make sure there's more restrictions and more control over online gaming and online social media platforms. Oh yeah, guys, nothing is by accident With these banking cartels, they know exactly what they're doing right now. And they needed a distraction to get everybody focused on it so they could push more gun control. Remember, ATF's already in the process right now of arbitrarily changing their mind on just about every single thing they've ever agreed to or allowed. Now you have the Biden bumbling buffoon come out and saying now they need to ban ghost guns, which has nothing to do with any significant crime, it makes it illegal for people to manufacture their own firearms which has been a staple since 1776 these are all things they're using very very clearly and very very effectively to weaponize as he said, as the criminal said weaponizing the entire media platform and weaponizing the FBI and all these other alphabet agencies, so again always look at what the overall goal is. and doesn't mean situations don't occur, but you have to call it when it swims like a duck and it waddles like a duck and it quacks like a duck and it looks like a duck and you're staring at a duck, sometimes you got to call it a duck. And this whole situation that occurred up in New York, with the timing, this FBI manifesto that happened to get released all of a sudden after the shooting, that everybody now is reading and going, "Oh, oh, this is this is really this is really bad. This kid's a real hardcore eighteen-year-old white supremacist racist." Remember what I said the other day on the show? I said, "If you disagree with anything, you're now pretty much labeled a neo-Nazi skinhead, white supremacist, racist, grandma killer." Guys, it wasn't an exaggeration. That's exactly what they're doing. And now anybody, anybody now, I looked at even an article on CNN on this, on the comments. Anybody that is questioning this or even asking questions about the situation immediately on social media is deemed a racist. And people are come backlash unbelievably hard. If you question his motive, if you question the legitimacy, if you question the manifesto, immediately you're a racist sympathizer now. I've already seen it on social media. I mean, it's, it's been blowing up. Anybody that questions it. So I'm sure I'm going to get the hate mail. Don't care. Never really have. But again, my friends. Always question the reasoning behind things and look at the entire situation and wonder and ask yourself, what is the overall goal of this? And why all of a sudden is this getting mainstream, full-blown, lockdown advertisement on every single platform? And it will be for the next probably 48 to 72 hours. They'll talk about nothing but this until the administration comes out and says, we're going to have to go in and do more restrictions and basically restrict guns and mags. Remember, they're saying now he bought this magazine out of state. He went out of state for this high-capacity magazine, which is a standard-capacity 30-round magazine. There's no high-capacity about it. That's the standard. 20 and 30-round are standard mags from AR-15. Always question the narrative, especially when it's from the same group that lied to you for the last two and a half years about the COVID pandemic, including the shot. Always remember... Don't forget what happened and what they did to us for the last two and a half years. The very same people that are pushing gun control and telling you you need to be disarmed for your safety are the very same people that said you need to stay in your home and lock down and take an experimental RNA shot for your safety. Don't ever forget that. What do you think, Ted? You know, Austin, the
0: problem with this is is, is, is again, there have been so many false flags that have been orchestrated against the people in the United States. that We don't know what to believe anymore as far as what we see and what they can do with TV and with cameras. And, you know, if the people were injured in this, my deepest condolences to the people who were injured or who were killed or to their families. I will say that just to start with. But it seemed weird me. I also watched that video that was posted as far as the shooter with a basically had a GoPro camera, I guess, on his helmet. And he was taking videotapes. And here's the thing that I immediately found odd. He starts shooting people as soon as he gets out of the car, he has a videotape on while he's in the car, and he's hitting everything he shoots at. Now, that's very difficult to do, by the way. And these people are not 10 feet away. They're a long ways away. He's hitting them, and they're falling to the ground. They're not flailing or trying to get away. They're basically running. They're just dropping dead, just like you'd see on TV, which is all not true. You know, when people get shot with a rifle round, with a 223, you know, they don't just drop dead unless it's a headshot. That's it. That's the only thing you're going to do. You're, you, you, you know, a neck shot or, you know, if you paralyze them I and go through the spine, you know, if you get hit in the shoulder, you get hit in the chest, you're not going to die within like, you're not going to drop to the ground and die. It doesn't, it doesn't work that way. You know, it's, it's several minutes for the blood to cut off from the brain and for the body to be stopped because people can get shot. With small caliber weapons, they can run another 100 yards. You see it all the time when you're shooting deer or hunting. You shoot them with a gun, they don't stop. They're scared. They're full of adrenaline. They start running. And, and the same thing is true with human beings. I mean, when you get shot and you get hurt like that, you don't just fall down. You know, That's why they warned us when we took our concealed weapons training so many years ago that if you shoot somebody with a small caliber weapon, they don't stop. I remember I had a police officer one time. We were talking, and he told me that I needed to carry multiple magazines with me. And he said that he's actually emptied a 45. A guy was on meth, and it was a big guy, about six foot two, six foot three. And he emptied 15 rounds of a 45 into the guy before they stopped. Before he stopped running and chasing, trying to beat people up, 15 rounds before he finally went down. So all of a sudden, this guy walks, jumps out of his car, pop out, drops a person, pop out, drops another person, pop out, drops another person. You're like, wait a minute, it looks like a staged video game. It looks like Call of Duty. I mean, what is this? And he's got this GoPro camera on and, and he's walking through the store, and he's changing out magazines and all the other things. And here's the other question. I have. He shot you know, a dozen people or so. He killed some people, supposedly. My condolences to them and their families. And all of a sudden, he just surrenders. I mean, did, did, nobody talks about how he surrendered. I, I can't find any of that. And how did he surrender? Was he surrounded by law enforcement? Did they get there that fast? Did they have like a 90-second response time? How did they get there that fast? This didn't take very long inside the store, supposedly. How did these police get there, and why did he suddenly you know, you know, know, put the gun down? Because supposedly he was going to try to commit suicide, and they talked him out of it or whatever. But how did all that happen? Why are we not seeing that? Why are we not seeing camera footage in the store? Hmm? I'm going to ask you that question. Just like the, the Parkland High School thing. I mean, you know, all the other things that we've seen. Why do we not see camera footage? I mean, was this guy really the one doing the shooting? And then they said he was on the psychiatric care, that he was on medication that he'd already had counseling. Well, did they wind him up and turn him loose on some kind of drug? Did they, did they put through some, to some Ultra program? Did they, did they do something to him from a psychiatric standpoint, if it is this guy, to wind him up? Remember the Batman shooting at Aurora, Colorado? They found the guy outside, sitting by the car, leaning against the tire, so drugged out of his mind he couldn't even stand or walk. And he was the one who was supposedly inside after he released a whole bunch of smoke bombs inside so nobody could see who shot anybody. Remember all this? All this stuff starts reeking and starts stinking, and all, and all of a sudden, the, the guy from the shooting down here in, in Florida, in the high school down here, he, he's walking through to go into Walmart, and then all of a sudden, some guy from Shabbat calls him in, and they say, oh, he's the shooter, where's the video cam? And then we watch the video of that group of people coming out of the high school down here in Florida. And, and they basically threw a bunch of you know gear into the back of a pickup truck and drove off. Why didn't anybody ever not talk about that? Or the or the teacher who said that the lady guy had a really really strange rifle she didn't recognize. I mean, why doesn't anybody ever ask these questions? Or the fact that the shooter in Vegas, when they went inside to shoot him, the window wasn't broken out. The that he was shooting out of the fixed piece of glass when they went in. Remember that was that was released by a judge. The judge ordered its release, and the glass wasn't broken out. How did he shoot through solid glass? I mean, all of it's a bunch of crap. And yet we, the people of the United States, are supposed to sit here and believe all of this stuff. I don't believe any of it. But if, again, I'm going to say it again. If people were shot, my deepest condolences to them and to their families. That's all I can say. And all of a sudden, this guy's a white, racist, you know, skinhead Nazi. Uh, you know, of course, they got to throw all the terms in there. Right, white, racist, skinhead Nazi who believes, you know, who's, again, who's, mad, who's mad about critical race theory. Here's one of the articles. And it says the shooter, this is, of course, what you'd expect him to say. This is off drudge. The shooter was motivated by anti-Semitic conspiracy theories, okay? All right, so now we're talking about George Soros and the rest of the gang. And, of course, you know, Klaus Schwab, the man charged with killing 10 people in Buffalo, New York, was allegedly was motivated by a conspiracy theory that spurred recent deadly attacks on Jews, and among others, an online manifesto of 180 pages attributed to this guy. There's no guarantee he even wrote it. Spurred by the theory that the tide of immigrants and crowding out white population in Western countries and the manifesto also says that Jews are the real problem, but they can be dealt with in time. The top supermarket located just a few miles from the Canadian border was chosen because it's an area with black residents. The manifesto says 11 of the 13 people were shot were black. Local law enforcement officer said, well, he's shooting people. And he's just skilled of a shooter. He can't tell somebody if it's black or white and he only wants to shoot black people. And now he's shooting white people too. Wait a minute. No. So what what is all this stuff, you know? And then 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 it goes the then it goes on to say the America's right, which is you know conservatives anti grooming crusade smells like fascism. So we're not trying to so they throw so this into the article. So if you're not if you don't want your children groomed to be a homosexual, or pedophile or transgender is now fascism. It says this in the article. I'm reading it right from the article. I posted it. It says Tucker Carlson and Josh Hawley and Donald Trump, Putin's dream team but America's worst nightmare citing Israel, Tucker Carlson defends replacement theory in response to the ADL, the ADL's crazily irresponsible crusade against anti-zionism. as an American I feel safer in Jerusalem than El Paso. I mean all of this stuff is tying all of this stuff in to anti-Semitism, critical race theory, great replacement theory, anti you know all of it. And so you sit back and you look at it and you go, wait a minute. You know, who are these people and why are they doing this? But it's like Austin said, you get people out there who basically don't know really what's going on from an anti uh, – should I say, how can I say I'm going to try to say it in a nice way. You get people who are going, out on, going on out there and writing these 180-page manifestos, if this kid didn't do it, which I don't believe he did. And they're basically uh, not sure of what they're supposed to write because they really don't understand what alt media is all about perfect example years ago i got slammed by a blog which surprise surprise and they were saying that i believed in monsters from the swamp Uh, i'm not joking because i said something about the creature from jekyll island (laughs) you make it up and because i quoted the book you know the creature from jekyll island and and that but i was talking about i believe they they said that i believed in swamp monsters and because they didn't they never read the book (laughs) the book the creature from jekyll island and so when you get these guys saying this stuff, they're not true patriots or conservatives or alt news people. But they're told to write an article or a manifesto. So they just throw everything in like the baby with the bathwater and say, okay, we're going to throw everything in here. Use all these little catchphrases to make it sound like we're a conspiracy theory nut. Well, we're not nuts. You know, we, we you know we were just locked down for two years, having being forced to wear masks and being forced under the threat of being fired and terminated or being put under arrest to socially isolate, stay at home and get injected with a kill shot. <laughs> if anybody thinks that was just made up and we just played like we pretended like that was real and it wasn't, and then uh, you need to try to, you know, work on your brain chemistry a little bit. Something's scrambled up in your head. I mean, they just did that to us and told us not to go to church and shut down and destroyed hundreds of thousands of small businesses, many of whom produced parts and and produced labor and all these other different things for all of these things we're having shortages of now. And so we have to understand that, you know, they allowed Trump to come in and, and carpet bomb all of us. And, and, and you know, and, and he did this by shutting everything down and he did exactly what he's supposed to do. Now, we've got this group here, basically, now where they're putting the 2000 mules video out with toast to Sosa. I haven't really covered much of this. And it's showing how election security, and election fraud, provide crystal clear evidence that the 2020 election was rigged. Well, we already all know that. That's why I really haven't gone into detail about this very much. And it said they did so on focusing their investigation on only 2000 individuals, a small percentage of the entire operation. And they were tracked via cell phone data and video surveillance cameras, which clearly show them committingly, knowingly, creating voter fraud over and over and over again while photographing themselves doing it, (laughs) all acting as mules, delivering ballots from Democratic-aligned NGOs to official ballot boxes in the 2020 election. 2,000 felons caught on tape. This movie provides smoking proof that the 2020 election was stolen and makes it absolutely apparent that the entire system is corrupt because where is the justice? If America had any actual law enforcement, they could simply arrest these 2,000 mules and start an official investigation, which would undoubtedly reveal what many of us already know, that the people currently destroying America from within were not elected by the American people. But we don't have law enforcement that does this, and we don't have a news media anymore, except for all news. so like a few shows like us and Jeff Renz and Tagman and Dave Hodges – and, and we need to also realize that we, this, this movie, this 2000 Mules, was extremely, extremely infuriating. It really was. And see, we the people know the election's been stolen, okay? But after the, a few dozen feds fired off a couple of flash bombs and murdered an innocent woman in cold blood, the fake Republican grifters ran home with their limp tails between their legs, submissively agreeing to never speak of election fraud again, ever again, even as hundreds of innocent Americans rot in jail and even as the country is destroyed from within. They've all been silent for fear of losing their meaningless jobs, of selling the American people, the biggest lie of all, and that their vote counts. For those of us paying attention, it clearly doesn't, but that doesn't stop these charlatans from telling you that all you need to do is get out and vote. Democrats are in full support of destroying America, and the Republicans are all cowards. It's a show. Both sides are nothing but prostitutes to the big banks and their lobbyists, happy to see their country slip into the abyss as so long as they get their paycheck. So they tell you the truth online for $20 and hope it satiates you because that's all you get. There's no justice. The American people are on their own, and the sooner we realize it, the better. Because we, the people, have been praying for a miracle, and the miracle is here. Time. Miraculously, we still have time to act, but that time is rapidly running out, and voting is no longer a solution, not until we fix the broken election system. And, guys, I want to say this, and this is really important. You have to start with your local elections, you have to make sure that you have legitimate voting for your city and for your county and for your state. We're not going to fix it from the top up. It has to go from the bottom up. Washington is systemically corrupt. There's not a lot we can do to fix it up there, guys. These guys have been so blackmailed by Mossad and MI6 and the CIA and all the things that they've done as far as, you know, being, you know, put in videotape with little girls and little boys and with whores and with drugs and alcohol and, you know promiscuity and all the rest of they're involved with, they, they're they're completely compromised. I said this years ago when we first started the show that if, if Washington really got cleaned out, you'd probably have two thirds of the people be arrested. And, and people say, Oh no, that's not true. It's not that bad. No, it, it is that bad. It's that bad because it's like it says in this, audit, in this article I just read you, and it's from this 2,000 felons and zero justice. The problem we have is that the American population is so brainwashed, and they've been so basically, you know, told a lie for so long that they have that they have become insouciant. I mean, they they really have. They they really don't understand what's happened to them, and they really believe everything because of the drugs that they're on and because of watching TV. You know, there's a article here. It's from Margaret Alice Anna Alice, and so it's called Through the Looking Glass. And it says, "Letter to the menticided, men a 12-step recovery program. Are you effective, a, a victim of a ménocide? Call. Look for these 10 signs. Ménocide is an old crime against the human mind and spirit, but systematized anew. It is an organized system of psychological intervention and judicial perversion through which a powerful dictator can imprint his own opportunistic thoughts upon the minds of those he plans to use and destroy." Ready-made opinions can be distributed day by day through the press, through the radio, and so on, again and again, till they reach the nerve cell and implant a fixed pattern of thought in the brain. In other words, it creates like a groove in your brain, and you start believing it. It's like we talked about in the theta brainwave state. If you teach somebody to think this way, it becomes ingrained. That's what pornography does. Consequently, guided public opinion is the result. According to Pavlovian theoreticians of good propaganda technique in the polls, A verification of the temporary successful action of the Pavlovian machinations on the mind. This is, this is, that was a quote by the Rape of the Mind by Juice Merlot. You can get that online. And it says, 10 signs, 10 signs you are suffering from menticide. Okay. Many times when you suffer from it, you don't know it. That's why when you try to speak to people about what's really going on and you try to tell them the truth, all you get is a blank stare. They look at you like something's wrong with you. Why are you a conspiracy theorist? Why don't you understand and know the truth? Why don't you know that basically everything is good and everything is happy and Joe Biden is great and he's not a pervert? Why do you not know that? You Obviously, Joe told us he wasn't a pervert, though he likes to sniff little girl's hair right on TV. Weirdo that he is sick pervert. But yet they want to believe he's not a pervert. And so here's what it says. You're a victim of menicide. Here's your, here's your basic things that you've got to look for. Number one, you watch television. I have had my cable TV turned off years ago. You read mainstream newspapers and magazines. Don't do that anymore. You listen to the radio. (laughs) Really, nobody listens to radio anymore. Very rare. You absorb social media immersion campaigns. In other words, you believe the lie from Yahoo and all the rest of social media companies that are trying to brainwash you. You follow popular culture. You wear skinny jeans. You wear jeans with holes in them. You were jackets that are too small for you, like you like to push up the sleeves. Uh, I'm, oh, I'm just going to go on and on. I just be, I, I'm not going to do it. It's just, it's, it's, you, you follow popular culture. You're trendy. You support the current thing. The sentiments and ideas of all the persons in the gathering take one and the same direction, and their consciousness personality vanishes. A collective mind is formed, a hive mind, doubtless transitory but presently present pre- pre- presenting very clearly defined characteristics this is another that was a quote by gustav LeBon, the crowd the study of the popular mind then he goes on with another, another quote from just merlot and the rape of the mind the specialists in the art of persuasion this in bernays and freud and of the molding of public sentiment say try to knead man's mental dough with all the tools of communication available to them they use pamphlets speeches posters Billboards, radio programs, subliminal advertising, TV shows. They may water down the spontaneity and creativity of thoughts and ideas into sterile and streamlined cliches that direct our thoughts even after and although we still have the illusion of being original and the individual. All of this stuff goes right back to the Kabbalah. It all goes back to Bernays, who was a Kabbalist, Sigmund Freud, who was a Kabbalist, and how they do mind control through witchcraft and wizardry and basically through lies and deceit until everything that you believe is a lie. This is the same group that always does this. They're the same guys that are running the United States of America, and they're the same guys that have basically destroyed us to basically to the best of their ability. And, and you, know, once you understand that, you start to realize who these guys are. In fact, the same lady, Margaret Anna Alice, she wrote another little letter. It says, Letter to a Tyrant. And he goes, I won't bother to reason with you or to appeal with your compassion, because you have none. You are a foul, festering, fiendish, fear-mongering, devoid of soul, purpose, and meaning. No matter how many lives you destroy, hearts you shred, minds you destroy, and puppet strings you try to throttle us with, you will forever remain a hollow husk of a simulated human. I know you envious in our feelings. You seethe with rage and jealousy and loathing and terror and disgust and every other malevolent emotion, but you are incapable of comprehending love, Joy, friendship, warmth, and abiding peace. Why? Because they are not filled with the Holy Spirit. They don't have a relationship with Jesus Christ. They hate Jesus. They have an adamant hatred of Jesus Christ because He told us to walk in love and in peace and to think on the good things. They can't do that. They've had this empathy and this and the and their 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 emotions stripped from them genetically. Most of them, they're, they're basically psychopaths, and all they want to do is come to rob, kill, steal, and destroy, just like their father. I personally believe a lot of these people have Nephilim DNA in them, fallen angel DNA. Or from another vernacular, for those of you just tuning into the show, they have, they're have aliens. They've had some other species come in and breed with them and change them. So they're capable of destroying human beings because they don't consider themselves to be human. Now, that's a very simple way of looking at it, especially now that we're having all of these UFO disclosures and everything else from the government. These entities, these demons, or whatever you want to call them, have been around here for a long, long time. And this war in the heavenlies has been going on for a long, long time. That's why God finally had good nook of it. In German, that means enough. He's had enough of it. And he sent Jesus Christ to come in to reconcile us to him through the blood, through the blood of the Lamb, which is Jesus, the symbology of Jesus. And we have to understand that when we accept Jesus Christ, we are then infused with the Holy Spirit of the Most High God, the Creator of the universe, and we see these things for who they are. Now, these other people that have been menticided, they can't see them if they're not filled with Jesus. And I hate to say this. There are a lot of Christians who are also menticided, and they believe in pro-gay, pro-abortion, pro-transgender, pro-grooming, pro-everything. And they claim to be believers in God. I've got one friend of mine I went to college with. Very strong Christian she was, and I was not. Okay, And, I mean, I was amazed the fact that when I talked to her a few months ago, she's pro-gay and pro-abortion. I'm shocked, to be honest with you. Because she was meant to side, Because she was in the school system for 20 years. And she basically got indoctrinated into their belief structure. It's very easy to do that. Show me your friends and I'll show you your future. That's how the old adage goes, isn't it? You hang out with the wrong people, you become the wrong person. I've seen it over and over and over again. Heck, you know, when you have children, you try your best to raise them all the same. But sometimes, some of them go sideways. They start doing things they shouldn't ought to do. They start saying things they shouldn't ought to say. They start... Hanging out with people they shouldn't hang out with and you try to warn them, but they will listen or they won't because many of them got themselves wrapped up in so much social media and they're so impressed you know, with their TikTok. You know, it's funny to me. People say, well, I've got 2,000 followers on TikTok or I've got 2,000 followers on Instagram, but they don't know any of them. I'm talking about kids now. I'm not talking about adults. I'm not talking about what Sharon Brewer does and all the relationships she's built on TikTok and all the things she's done as far as Instagram, not, not TikTok. But they get built up on these social media platforms, and they think that these 2,000 people are their friends. They really do. But they're, they're strangers is what they are. You know, but when you get to know people and you actually have interaction contact with them or listening to the show every day or I'm praying for you guys every day, you become part of my family. And I pray for you every day, I pray for you again today. See, what we don't understand is the mindset of group thinking, group control. A girl puts a pit post posts a picture of herself and she's showing her buttocks, you know, maybe she's got a Leotard on or whatever, I hope she does, and she goes, Oh, look at my butt, I've been working out and everybody goes, Oh, wow, you got a great butt All right? All of a sudden, they get all this positive feedback, and it reinforces them posting more pictures. That's how it starts. Or a guy gets up, and he's a bodybuilder, which I used to be, and he posts a picture of a, you know, a bicep, and he goes, this is my arm. I worked out hard today. And Everybody goes, oh, wow, man, your arm is looking great. You go, oh, good. Let me go work out some more and post some more pictures. It's all programming, and you start thinking that all these people out there are your friends. Even Elon Musk, and I don't understand the whole thing with him trying to buy Twitter now is put back on hold because he's saying there's too many fake accounts on Twitter, or the powers that be have told him he can't do it, or he stepped out of his boundary. Remember, the money that Elon Musk has doesn't belong to him. Okay, He's a front guy. He's a cutout. (laughs) He's being used by the cabal, the Luciferian satanic, satanic death cult, to be Elon Musk. He's a figurehead. He's an actor on this stage. He he can't just go out and spend $40 billion buying Twitter unless they say okay. They're not going to let him do it. So now they're saying that whole deal has been put back on the back burner again. So you know, all of these people at the highest levels, when they start stepping out too much, like Joan Rivers, when she called Obama gay, and Michelle a transgender, a tranny, a guy, she was dead a few months later. When you reach the point where you are no longer doing the will and the bidding of the cartel that runs you, the satanic death cult, suddenly... You no longer are an asset, and you become expendable. So maybe they thought, well, we can't let Elon Musk do this because he's too big of an asset because he's supposed to be the richest man in the world now, and he's running Tesla and pushing brain chips and all the other weird stuff. And his mom's a Satanist. Let's re- don't forget that. And all of a sudden we start thinking, oh, this is okay. I mean, do you remember Elon Musk is one hundred percent pro-vaccine on oh, the whole seventy-six shots that you're supposed to give children, including the COVID shots. He's all pro, all of that. He's not who you think he is if you like this guy. And so then you start realizing that these guys are basically, you know, here just to destroy us. They try to enshroud the sun with chemtrails. They contaminate the soil with aluminum and mercury and, you know, and barium. They befoul the water with their industry. They defile the oceans with their toxic dumps. They toxify the air. They basically destroy seeds. They sequester the food supply. They extinguish species. They don't care about how many species they kill. Or they basically destroy the ecosystem. Or they stop the seeds from being allowed to grow because they contaminate the soil so badly with aluminum. It, what, look, remember Biderman's chart of coercion. I talked about this last year. It's a tool designed to demonstrate and explain the coercive methods of stress manipulation used to torture prisoners of war. It has been applied to explain the course of techniques abused by perpetrators of domestic abuse. This list directly reflects Albert Bertelman's original 1956 chart. Chart Number one, you have to isolate remember them. Remember the social isolation with COVID? It deprives the victim of all social support of their ability to resist. It develops an intense concern with self. This could be the home environment. It could be stuck at home. It makes the victim dependent. In the variance, it could be complete solitary confinement in a jail, complete or partial isolation or group isolation. Number two, monopolization of perception. Fixes the attention upon immediate predicament, eliminates information not in compliance with the demands, and punishes independence and a resistance. Physical isolation, darkness or bright light, restricted movement, monotonous food, stuck at home, locked down, humiliation and degradation makes resistance more costly than compliance. Animal level concerns. You saw this in Abu Ghraib. You know they beating these prisoners and they basically humiliated them. They they, they prevent you from having personal hygiene, demeaning punishments, insults and taunts and denial of privacy. Then they make you exhausted. It weakens the mental and physical ability to resist. Semi-starvation, is that next? They cut the food supply off. Sleep deprivation, you do that with 5G, right? Prolonged interrogation, constantly calling you up and talking to you about what you're posting online. Overexertion. How about threats next? Creates anxiety and despair outlines the cost of non-compliance. Don't you remember what happened to the people of January the 6th? (laughs) It creates anxiety in the spirit. They're still locked up. Or they can threaten to kill you. They can threaten to abandon you. They can threaten your family. They can make vague threats. Then occasional indulgences. Oh, you're okay now. You can take the mask off for a week. Okay? Oh, you're okay now because you took the mask off. You can go out into public. Oh, you're okay now because you took the injection that's going to kill you. You can basically now fly on an airplane. That's the occasional indulgences. Positive motivation for compliance. It hinders the adjustment to deprivation. Occasional favors, rewards for partial compliance and promises. Demonstrating omnipotence. Suggests utility resistance. You will not fly on an airplane if you don't wear a mask. That's omnipotence. That's what they're demonstrating. That they have all power against you. You will not go on an airplane without a basically a vaccine card. They confront you. They yell at you. They scream at you. They're showing complete control over the victim. Did that, did, that, did that to me at Disney a few weeks ago when they were trying to force me to go through all of their pat-downs and all the weird stuff they were doing to go buy an ice cream sundae with my daughter. I looked at them and I said, no, I'm not going to do this. I'm leaving now. I refused. And number finally, forcing trivial demands. Develops a habit of compliance. It's time for another vaccine. Enforcement of the rules. And what do you think they're doing with these, with these shooters? You know, the multiple shooters again we had this weekend. It's all about creating more gun control. It's all about taking away our Second Amendment's rights. It's all about forcing us into compliance, whether we want to be forced into compliance or not. The problem is, The New Gutenberg Press, which is the Internet, and all these thousands and thousands of podcasts that are everywhere where people try to tell the truth has caused a problem for them because they can no longer control all of the marketing and all of the mainstream information that was coming to them via ABC, CBS, NBC, and CNN. All of a sudden, there's too many other people like this show that are telling you what I just told you. That's all a stinking lie and all it is about manipulating is all a bunch of Kabbalist weirdos that are doing all of this stuff, probably with alien DNA in them or fallen angel DNA in them that want to enslave the entire planet. You go, wow, that's unreal. Well, yeah, it is unreal. And until you see it and understand it and understand what they did with the Johnson Amendment, understand what they did with the Schofield reference commentary, and you understand what they've done to us and all the lies they've pushed to us for the past 200 years to rebuild a third temple so they can bring their antichrist out from the pit resurrect their serpent god you don't understand that this is the group that runs the planet but once you see it you see it then you cannot see it so i just want to share all that with you this morning because i really was frustrated this weekend because of the shooting again where are the video cameras inside of the store how was the man arrested where are the official ids where are the people saying this where i mean on and on and on and on and on Guys, it's so frustrating we have to deal with all of this stuff and all of this obfuscation so much right now with the associate Americans who basically think that I'm just going to be happy and look at Kim Kardashian's butt and not think about any of the stuff that's going on around me. Guys, listen to me. It ain't about her butt. all right. It's about standing for freedom and the truth and the word of God and understanding that we must do, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us and always, always, always put God first. I had a friend of mine call me up this morning. He's asking me about praying. And I said the Bible says to pray without ceasing. Always pray for God's will to be done in your life. We need to do that constantly. You know, God doesn't care if you close your eyes and fold your hands if you pray. You know when Sharon and I sit down every morning and we pray together 99.99% of the time. And we pray out loud together and we pray for you guys. But we pray throughout the day all the time. But we are always asking for God's perfect will to be done in our lives. Every day I pray for all of you for God's perfect will to be done in your life and my family's life. I do all the time. I pray that your footsteps are ordered by the Lord, that you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. I I pray all of these things every day for you guys. You need to pray them for yourself and for your own family so you can create your own little, how should I say, force field, to use the days around you and your family for protection. These entities can't deal with prayer because prayer is scalar energy, and they don't know what to do with it. Because it changes the fabric of space time and it frustrates them and they don't know how to handle it. That's why they don't want you praying, they don't want you going to church. They don't want a corporate anointing. They don't want any of that stuff because they understand what happens when you pray. Keep praying all the time. Pray without ceasing. I love you guys. Awesome. What's your next story? And I I, I really want you guys to know something. I appreciate every one of I you. Mean, what, what you gotta say, Oz?
1: Yeah, it's very well said. And I mean in just just a few follow up comments on what you said, and then I got a couple other things that are Obviously, very important that they don't want anybody to talk about as well right now. Then you made a very interesting comment. Is in this alleged manifesto this kid wrote who's just got out of high school but suddenly is already majoring in engineering science, allegedly at a college, which I find very interesting. So you have a kid that graduated high school, is 18 years old, he's now enrolled in college and majoring in engineering science, but suddenly thinks that. He's going to go ahead and throw everything he's working on away to go shoot innocent people in a store. But when law enforcement shows up, uh, you know what? I'm I'm in I'm in full kit. I'm got my weapons platform loaded out. My adrenaline's through the roof. Just ran through a, a basically a supermarket. Shot a security guard that tried to return fire that they don't have video footage of, by the way. That whole video footage cut out of the live live feed. And But then suddenly, when law enforcement shows up, I just surrender. Does that make any sense to you? Because I've asked this question on every single alleged shooting that occurs. Why is it that these alleged shooters are suddenly kitted up to bear full loadouts, full gear run around shooting everybody and then suddenly when law enforcement shows up they're like docile kittens no video footage of them being arrested to basically them in handcuffs walking out happened in parkland happened in basically aurora colorado happened in this shooting happened basically repeatedly over and over and over and over and over again something happened in sandy hook Every time there's a shooting and these kids are allegedly loaded up, ready to go do all these horrible deeds and they go do it, when law enforcement shows up suddenly, oh, well, we're going to surrender. Guys, if you're dealing with a true sociopath, you're dealing with a truly unfit human being that just murdered a dozen people and he is loaded with full ammunition loadout and his adrenaline is at its peak level it's probably ever been in his life and you're telling me when SWAT shows up, you put down your gun and you put your hands up in the air and you surrender? doesn't happen like that. Go watch the Hollywood shooting out there in Hollywood, Colorado, or Hollywood, California, excuse me, that bank robbery. Those guys had you know basically AK-47s they had filed and seared down after the shooting. And they're in a doggone gunfight for an hour with LAPD. That's what happens when people are going to go commit an atrocity and they're loaded up with weapon platforms. They're planning on getting in a gunfight. What's also interesting, too, I found this about as well, they're continually saying his entire manifesto and everything he was about. He's a neo-Nazi racist skinhead and wanted to go shoot blacks. If you watch the video, which most people haven't, the very first person he shoots is a white female walking. And then suddenly starts having immediately accurate headshots on every single person that he comes in contact with. Which I also find extremely odd because he states in his manifesto, he doesn't have any military or tactical training. He puts out specifically a comment to say that. That's right. And suddenly in the video, he's operating his weapons platforms like a pro. Literally every single engagement is a headshot drop, which by the way, if you shoot any individual or an animal, in the face, direct brain shot with an AR-15, you will drop them dead on the ground. They will not move in most cases. Very little twitching at that. I've seen it with hogs before. However, the likelihood that an 18-year-old with no weapons training suddenly buys an AR-15 and becomes the most proficient weapon platform shooter in history and starts having 100% accuracy, absolutely not happening ever. I've shot my entire life Literally my entire life growing up. Dad taught me how to train and shoot safely as a kid. I've trained my son Hunter how to train and shoot safely. Nobody is that accurate without extensive background training. I'm talking military training, thousands of rounds of ammunition every weekend or during the week, training and becoming weapons proficient with your weapons platform. This kid allegedly had none of that, but yet suddenly he's the most advanced skilled shooter on the world. No, guys, come on. Use your head and ask the real questions on that. Also, too, in other news, I found this to be very interesting. As made sure this got buried. More of the Pfizer documentation has been unraveling from the FDA release from the Freedom of Information Act. You guys know the next 80,000 pages of the half a million pages has been released. And one of the documents titled, A Phase 1-2-3 Placebo-Controlled Randomized Observer-Blind Ghost finding study to evaluate the safety, tolerability, and efficacy of the SARS-CoV-2 RNA vaccine candidates against COVID-19 in healthy individuals. That was a mouthful. However, the document contains a whole section, section 8.3.5, covering the possibility of COVID-19 RNA vaccine shedding. Well, wait a minute. We Wait, 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 wait a minute. We We talked about this last summer. And they said that it was fake news that this wasn't this wasn't accurate that there's no way possible for the the, the COVID injection to shed from people that have been checked injected, injected with it. Wait, we did. We talked about this in detail. I actually talked about you talked about it first, August of last year, when I came in direct contact with the sales that had been double injected in Miami while I went on a car test drive with it. The only person that I was around it wasn't positive for COVID, but it just got his second shot. And within two days of coming back from Miami, I was unbelievably sick with COVID for an entire week. And I had to basically bought my immune system up and hammered the subs and vitamin C and D3. That happened to me. Oh, well, let's read it further on what this document showing that allegedly didn't happen, but now Pfizer admitted it in their clinical trials. The document contains a whole section, Section 8.3.5, covering the possibility of the RNA COVID-19 vaccine shedding. In this section, Pfizer essentially admits that it is possible for those in close proximity to people who receive the COVID-Pfizer injection to suffer adverse reactions. Specifically, this section describes how pregnant or breastfeeding women exposed to the Pfizer-RNA COVID injection during the trials had to be reported to Pfizer safety teams within 24 hours of exposure. It goes on to say the expose the covered part of this story said this is strange because pregnant women and new mothers were and not part of the safety trial wrote the expose in an article covering the document. So how can they be exposed? This section of the document confirmed that pregnant and breastfeeding women can be environmentally exposed to viral shedding of the RNA shot, either through inhalation or skin contact. In layman's terms, Pfizer is admitting in this document that it is possible to expose other human beings to the RNA COVID injection just by breathing the same air touching the skin of the person who has been vaccinated. Wrote the expose wait a minute, this, this this has to be fake news because we talked about this last year and the fact checker said this was wrong, This this couldn't happen. Oh, that's right. Everything they tell you was a lie about COVID for the last two and a half years. Hence my entire reasoning for saying don't believe anything they tell you. The same people that told you you had to lock down in your home, wear a mask, get an experimental shot, shut up, get in the closet, shake in fear because it's for your safety are the same people that are telling you the narrative right now. The same people that are telling you we need to give 40 billion to Ukraine. The same people that are telling you you need to get an experimental shot. The same people that are telling you you need to give up your guns again for your safety, right? You got to give up your guns, guys. It's for your safety, your safety, not mine. I'm not worried about it. It's for your safety. We're concerned about you. So we need to take your guns from you. It's for your protection. I have said this and I've said this repeatedly, and I will say this for as long as I live. The only reason under any circumstances that somebody wants to fully disarm you is because they know you're going to shoot them for what they're about to do to you next after they disarm you. That is a fact. No law-abiding, self-respecting American patriot citizen wants to go and disarm people permanently. Never have, never will. That is the foundation, the bedrock, the platform on which this country was built was with firearm platforms. It's how it was built, it's how it was free, and how it was grown. Love it, hate it, ignore it, don't care your opinion on it. It's a fact. So when you start having people come out with these random shootings all of a sudden and telling you, you need to disarm You need to give us your firearms because, well, it's for your safety and protection. Why don't we ask the 76 women and children that were burned alive by the ATF and FBI agents as Waco, the Branch Davidian Compound, how that worked out for them? Why don't we ask Randy Weaver's family, by the way, rest in peace, Randy Weaver. He died last week, passed away. Why don't we ask him how that worked out for his family and his son, his 14-year-old son? And his wife who was holding his daughter at the front door while the FBI sniper blew her face off. Why don't we ask him how that worked out for him? Cause it didn't. It never works out. Tyranny does not respect freedom or being passive. The only thing that tyranny respects is equal opposing force. Love it, hate it. It's just a fact. This is why I've said many times the only thing that stops a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun, whether that be law enforcement, whether that be military, whether that be a law abiding gun toted citizen, whichever it is. That's the only thing that stops a bad guy with a gun. Love it. Hate it. It is what it is. So again, my friends, remember what they're trying to do to everyone. Remember what they did to everyone for two and a half years and always ask questions. It is your right. It is your responsibility. To question the narrative and question authority and question the establishment media is your requirement as a patriot. Anybody that stands by and blindly accepts, believes, and just swallows the mainstream narrative because that's what they're told to do, they're not a patriot, my friends. I'm not trying to be mean, I'm not picking on anybody. It just means they're a sheeple peasant. They are exactly what they need in the community. They need people that follow orders, don't ask questions, do what they're told, give up their guns when they tell them to do so, put on a mask and get an RNA injection. How's that injection working for all the people now that have gotten it that are continually getting sick? I told you guys last week, I do not think this is going to be a joke. I personally believe they're going to do a full-blown attack on the unvaccinated purebloods in this country in the fall. They're going to need another COVID narrative to change the balance again with the midterms. They're going to use this as an excuse, in my opinion. That's why they're already writing articles and already putting out information stating that the only reason that fully vaccinated individuals are catching COVID are because the unvaccinated are still spreading. it. They're, they're still parroting that line. They're going to keep parroting it. And they need a precipitating incident. And now they got people dropping dead, Blood clots left and right, cardio cardiac uh, cardiac events, pericarditis, myocarditis left and right, children dropping dead from this stuff, as horrible as that is. Interesting enough, too, I saw earlier the India, country of India, Supreme Court has now ruled vaccine mandates are illegal. Oh, imagine that. You didn't hear about that in mainstream media either. Awaken India Movement reports important sections of judgment passed by the Supreme Court, a landmark judgment upholding our fundamental rights under Article 21 and 14 equating right to health, health, right to life under Article 21. First time in the world our Supreme Court gave a decision based on scientific validity. Now, what's interesting about this now is what they've done now in India is they're stating that Nobody can force you to get an injection. Nobody can make you do something against your will, regardless of what's going on with this. The whole reason why they did the whole stunt with OSHA was a beta test to see how far they could push the narrative, even though they knew it was illegal. Remember, when you're dealing with these people, these banking cartel globalists, these Luciferians, these Federal Reserve guys, the Bilderberger Group, whatever name you want to put on them, they don't abide by the law, newsflash to everybody. They don't go along with any laws. They are above the law. So they will continue to push the narrative. They will continue to push against you. They will continue to violate your rights and the law as long as you allow them to do it. That's why I say it repeatedly. The only rights you have are the rights you exercise. Once you stop exercising them, once you hand over those rights to somebody and you now relinquish them, like they're they're trying to do with this vote in two weeks, with the who, that they basically, nobody wants to talk about. I've brought this up repeatedly now and I'm continually keep bringing it up and nobody wants to talk about it. How they want to essentially relinquish our sovereign health rights to the World Health Organization in two weeks. Congress is voting on it. This is going to make WHO and the other 170 plus nations that are under it, restrictions, will allow the WHO to dictate any and all health rules in every single country to prevent the next pandemic. Funny how they're voting on that this summer, isn't it? Right before midterms. Hmm. Funny how that works. Kind of like they're getting ready to allow the WHO to dictate everything you have to do and you're required to do. Kind of like they tried to do with the CDC, but it failed, thank goodness, to our Florida judge down here that finally stood up and said masks on airplanes are illegal requirements. Always question the air my friends. Thank you for the support. Y'all have a fantastic Monday. Be sure to check out the website, The Ultimate Multiple Capsules. Probably one of my favorite products we have as a standard staple. On sale right now for May Super Sale. Super big discount on that. Check it out on the website, healthmasters.com with the product of the week, brand new batch of HGH Stimulate is well on sale. Lots of different stuff on sale right now. Be sure to check out the website. Thank you again, my friends, for the support. Stand up for the truth. Keep getting it out there as much as you can. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow as